This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio and email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Morning um, <laughs> We were just Morning. talking about <laughs> oh, if Annie the Musical had been set in the private sector, how it might have been different. Going to do, do the song, go on, Em. It's a hard knock life for us. It's a hard knock life for us. No, it's for them. <laughs> oh. oh dear. Oh my goodness. I love Annie. It is the greatest of the musicals, I mm. think. There aren't many um dramas, anything that have a really passionate, sympathetic representation of a multimillionaire. And that's <laughs> no. what I like about it. This oh, is the other stuff we talk about before we go on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, on that subject. Start with the hard-hitting stuff today. <laughs> what would Annie be like in the private sector? <laughs> on that... Um, on 8, 12, 15. <laughs> Easy street we live in. Um, oh, it's... Um, what's it? Yes, I've, I've been... Uh, I'll tell you what's happened to me. I know we're not supposed to plug um, other radio stations, but in my car I've started listening to... Uh, Magic at the musicals. Have you heard that? Have you? Wow. Oh man, it's very fine indeed. I, that's quite. When a... you're a jet, as I drove in this morning, when you're oh, a nice. jet, I was chewing gum that I didn't even have in my mouth as I listened to it. <laughs> anyway, enough of this. I want to run something by you guys. Uh, morning, Alan Business. and Emily, obviously. Morning. Can morning. I, I want to ask you because I feel you two dwell more in the real world than I do. Wow. Yeah. Keeping um, it real. I um I've especially during uh, the lockdown era I have taken to using Amazon quite a lot. Now I know oh, yeah. there are I don't know what the but there's people have got problems with well every major company is mm. evil apparently. Mm. But anyway, mm-hmm. uh I just um I just like the cardboard around the house. Yeah. Anyway, here's the thing. I bought it was my son's birthday last Sunday. He was 9 and I bought him a Iron Man outfit. You've got to nice. have one. Okay. Yeah. And um, when we took it out, mm. I'd gone for the the nicer of, of the three available. I'll be straight with you. Yeah. I wasn't I wasn't going to skimp on on the uh, Iron Man. Good lad, you've um, worked for it. Yeah, and you know I took the Tony Stark approach, go for the best. Mm. So mm. we got it out the bag, and he was running around the house in it. But he was holding his hand to his chin, like thoughtful Iron Man, considering oh. something. I said, "Why are you doing that?" And he said, "There's no elastic on the mask." Oh. I said, "Well, that's no good at these prices." <clears throat> so I open brackets, meaning my PA, close brackets, phoned them. Um, or emailed Amazon. I was going to say, I don't think... Uh, brr, brr, hello, yeah. Amazon. Hello, 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 Amazon. <laughs> so anyway... Um, Phone Amazon. So anyway, uh, emailed and said there's no elastic on my Iron Man mask. Now, is this... What I'm trying to get from you two, is this good customer services or bad customer services, what I got back? I got an email... Um, mm-hmm. with they say, a, do you live alone, sir? With a link... <laughs> To, uh, well, first of all, let me get this right. I got a five pound refund on the Iron Man thing with a, with a link to a three ninety nine spool of elastic <laughs> available <laughs> on Amazon. Is that how it's supposed to work, customer service? It's some sort of crazy do I what? DIY, do I what? DIY, DIY uh, approach. Have you ever well, heard I can of such a... That if you get that, you're a pound up. Well, a pound and a penny, Al, that's not like yeah, you. you get some change. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, I've got to do craft. Yeah, I, exactly. I didn't think there'd be a craft element. I mean, it's when a bit like... When you actually factor in an hourly rate. Also, yeah. Al, okay. if I ordered a feather boa... Yeah. Let's say I was doing mm. my Hey Big Spender routine. Mm. Again? Cool. Yeah. Um, and they just gave me a piece of string. Yeah. And, and then a, yeah. a link if to a feather. A link to uh, Bernard Matthews' turkey farm. <laughs> yeah. And so make it yourself. That'd be absolutely outright. Yeah. I'd, look, I'll I tell you what, I'd like to know what 
people think about this. I'd also like to know your best or worst customer services experience because I've got to try and work out where I am on the scale here. Frank So I have, um, I don't know why, but I've posted a picture of me holding up the actual elastic that Amazon guided me to. They didn't send me the elastic, remember? They sent me a link mm-hmm. to the elastic. See? So I, I had to action that as well. I've what just... I like is that you uh, you got somebody else to email them and you also got somebody else to put up the picture for you. <laughs> There's yeah. quite a lot of uh, catering to you. <laughs> yeah, I did bring... I drove in the elastic. That was uh, brave, the photo. <laughs> I, Al, I've just seen the elastic. I don't want to boast, but IRL. And In real life. Yeah. Good use of Can IRL. Can I be honest, Love Frank? It. Go on. It was a sorry affair. Well, it's... Listen, don't take it personally. You've done really well given the circs, but it's very thick, the elastic. Yeah, but I think you need thick for an Iron Man mask. Remember, there's quite a lot of action involved. Mm-hmm. I might, what worries me is I think I'm going to have to put a stitch in it, and I don't mean my PA, I mean me personally. I'm going to have to thread a needle <laughs> and put a stitch in the damn thing. <laughs> I mean, Tony Stark... <laughs> You know, presses a button and <laughs> it all happens. But you know, on the I'm afraid on the shop floor things are a bit different. You don't see Tony Stark sitting having to send emails to Amazon asking for elastic, do no, you? No, well, he just think email and it would happen. That's that's probably something <laughs> that's in one of his neuro um, his neuro things. What's his superpower then? Is he strong? No, he's Does rich. It... He's rich. Is that his superpower? Iron Man and oh, Batman. It's hard, not Iron, alive. Iron, oh, yeah. <laughs> Iron Man yeah. is Marvel Comics, rich bloke, and Batman is DC Comics, rich bloke. And it's, it's yeah. so there's hope for us all. If you work hard, it's the American dream, work hard, get rich, you too can be a superhero. Yeah. Oh. Remember that, You kids. can buy your way in. You can I, buy look, your way I in. I thought he was a neat freak, and, that, and I rather like the sound of him. But I genuinely mm-hmm. like to know what you got. Do you think that's good customer service or bad customer service? Mm. Al? I, I mean, I have a I, few on this, obviously. Yeah, I, I think it's towards the negative side. Mm. I, I, don't, I don't know. It's fully. stretching it a bit. Oh! Yeah. Don't get your knees in a I twist. Was, I thought they'd say, send the outfit back, we'll send you on with elastic, or send the mask back, we'll set you back. But not, here's a tip, try this elastic. Can I tell you what it yeah. is? I think they've tried, mm-hmm. but it, it would make me lose some faith in the, in the product and the company. I suppose in a way it's made me see Amazon as a bit... <laughs> Less of a gargantuan, colossus, yeah. impersonal company. If there's a bloke in an office somewhere <laughs> saying, "Oh, try elastic," mm-hmm. it sounds, you know, yeah, I imagine it all be. In a way. I, I feel, thought there'd be robots doing it. I more. agree. It feels <laughs> a bit make do and mend. Yeah, it's yeah. a bit Hamforth Parish Council meeting. I imagine they had a meeting about it. We've got a two p.m. about the Frank Skinner Iron Man mask. I think there was a meeting. But I mean, what's what's the, when I complain about my I don't know my Apple pencil? Are they going to refer me to various electrical circuits? <laughs> a welding? I have to get a welding iron at home. Wow! Have you heard his um, Amazon pr- pronunciation? It's quite good. Amazon. Yes. Yeah, yeah. that's right, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, you're always picking me up on my pronunciations. Tank <laughs> oh. fair, Mr. Holmes. I like it. What do you call them? It, it oh, makes what? me think of the rainforest when you say it, rather what, than... What is that? What is that? What do you call it? I think it is, Amazon. Yeah. What do you say, Al? Uh, I say Amazon, but... What, what, Amazon. Frank, what do you say? Amazon. Amazon. Yeah, yeah. Amazon. <laughs> you know, like yeah. Wonder Woman. You... You said like you're naming a new land or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, in a way. <laughs> now I'm starting elasticating things. Who knows where it'll end? Oh, dear. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've uh, we've had some customer feedback anecdotes. Oh, we good. Have. Frank. Good. Um, Six five three has texted. I'm gonna. Um, slightly edit the name of the toy shop out. Yes. Uh, Frank, Emily and Alan, on customer service, my mate Neil did his GCSE work experience at the customer service department of a major toy shop, I'm mm. going to say. Okay, good uh, work. In the 90s. 
He spent his week telling people they would send them a £100 gift voucher in the post to anyone that complained, no matter what the problem was, and there were lots of happy people. I wonder what came of it in the next few weeks after he went back to school. Oh, so he was lying. Yes. Oh, no. And I believe they went under a few weeks later, according to this, but I thought they were still around, actually, but who knows? Well, I don't don't know, because I don't know who they are. Oh, we don't know. That's one of the joys of... um, of customer service, do they, it's is, lying. Do, do they? Um, do, are they hyphenated in any way? Um, to, uh, hyphenated okay. twice, perhaps. Anyway, yeah. we don't know. Let's not go into. Can we? <laughs> I'd also like to share out John Hopkins, who's one of our regulars, has oh, been no, in touch. Yeah. Morning all. Hopper. <laughs> Could work, I suppose. Morning all. My wife complained about the viscosity of some bisco- mascara. Yes, it's the thing okay. that she'd bought from an online clothing accoutrement. I don't know company. what viscosity is. That's how thick it is. It's the thickness. Okay, yeah. As a way of apology, they sent her a free shoehorn. That wow. is that's good for getting her, her eyelids open. Mm. <laughs> <It's> a, <laughs> how thick was it? <laughs> We've also had. Uh, a, I love a shoehorn. Some people have sent us pictures of. Irons, Ian Stewart Dootson saying this was Amazon's original idea and a picture of a Russell Hobbs Supreme Steam traditional iron in reference to the Iron Man mask. Oh, I see. Uh, Very good. And Josh Jeffrey has said, I tell you what, if I look that well... Josh (laughs) Jeffries? Josh (laughs) Jeffrey. Okay. I tell you what, of the picture of you, Frank, if I look that good when I'm 64, I will be delighted. Well, I think oh. you'll be fine. You'll rent, rent a cottage in the Isle of Wight if it's not too dear. <laughs> you will scrimp and say, oh, that's lovely. Thank you so much. Mm. Thank you to all my fans out there. Um, oh, there's only yes, one. You, you, Steve. It's you, you Steve. You tell him. I went, I'll tell you what I did this week. What about this for a crazy activity? I went to the cinema. Oh, I mean, I'd almost forgotten <gasps> what that was like. What did you see? I saw... Um, I might get the title wrong. Raya and the Last Dragon. Never heard of it. No, it's a it's a beautiful uh, Disney animation. Oh, oh. Those, it's like a work of art. Right. And the message, there's a big message in it about trust everyone, no matter how untrustworthy they may seem. The direct opposite of what I've taught my child throughout his life. Yeah. Especially in reference to Old Man Baxter at number thirty-one. <laughs> um. But it's a, it's you're in Hampstead now, dear. It's a nice idea. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, and you know, you had to wear a mask and that, but it was, it was, it was not. I'm, I'm, I'm sort of, I'm okay with a mask now. Who's um? To be honest, we've got a, we've had a couple of friends for years who haven't got the freshest breath in the world, and it's enabled mm. me to actually to get closer to them both physically and spiritually. Well, you're not just okay nice. with a mask. You you provide guests with elastic for the mask. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Maybe I can get some heavy-duty masks made of um, leather. No, that's... Okay. You could wear an Iron Man mask, couldn't you, on public transport, say? You could. Yeah. yeah. If you um, didn't, <laughs> Don't say. didn't value your dignity. <laughs> well, I value it, but, in you know, it depends on which area. <laughs> Frank Skinner. And James in Devon has pointed out, Frank, there is a specialist area of the internet for leather masks. Okay. Um, oh, okay, fair <laughs> enough. I'm sure there are. I've seen some in local, just round here, actually. In, um, you can still get gas masks over the counter. Local. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if they're for gas. No. Any idea? <laughs> The thing is, with being back in the cinema, everybody said to me, how lovely to, to experience. Everyone I've told said, oh, how great. You know, it's much, somewhat special about going to the cinema. It's not like watching at mm. home. And I went, the cinema I went to was one of those where you sit on a sofa oh, and nice. they bring you pizza and stuff. And yeah. I thought, it's not that different from stopping <laughs> in. And what, what they've done is they've made those cinemas as much like stopping in and watching the telly yeah. as is possible. I don't know if that's a good thing to uh, plant in mm. the audience. Mm. Point. And the other, I did a, a face-to-face interview, no Zoom, no masks. Where was the interview? It, um, was, in, um, it was in Belsize Park, which is 
area of North London you'll be familiar with. No, was with. it in a, in a cafe? It was in a cafe. Okay. Oh. And me and David Baddiel it was, so we met, he came to my house and we walked to this and we were interviewed by a couple of old friends of ours that we worked with on fantasy football. Was it a podcast? No, no, it was a Do radio. Do my Lady Bracknell, a podcast? It, it was a radio <laughs> interview. Mm. Um, but as you know, everyone who works in radio wants to be in television. <laughs> and more and more now you do a radio thing and they've got like a camera or what oh, I would call yeah. I don't know if you still use the term camcorder but at least a camcorder yeah, yeah. <laughs> judging by the amount of laughter coming out of the producer I'm not sure if you do <laughs> um, well anyway so I got there me and Dave turned up there were three cameras proper but big cameras pointed at this thing mm. so I said, I thought this was a radio interview. And they said, yeah, yeah, we're also putting it on our, you know, our YouTube channel. I said, well, mm. no, I'm not doing it. You did, did you? It was a bit awkward. Good lad. Yes, I would say it would no, be I awkward. Like and I said, no. Yeah, I, but if you've agreed to radio, yeah. and then it's actually television. I, it's, it's I, like I didn't think the, that was right. It's like a media version of the bus replacement train service. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, uh, uh, can I just... Um, Feel a little bit of Schadenfreude for those people. Yeah. Okay, that was lovely. Um, and then what happened? So what? How did they? Re- what well, did David say? Is David's quite good at sm- smoothing things over? Oh, he was brilliant. He was saying, "Oh, I don't mind it." <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks. Solidarity, thanks. comrade. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. We're, we're all in this together. <laughs> So I said, "Well, I do, I do mind it, and I, it's not fair. I think that's, I'm not going to, I'm not doing it." They bought David. They bought David a cup of coffee and a piece of chocolate cake, and I said, "That cake looks nice." And they got me a fork, <laughs> so I could have some of that. So hang on, can we just establish? What happened? David did the interview and you sat in no, the no. corner refusing. No, no, no. It, what, don't, don't write me off as a refuse, Nick. <laughs> as a complete refuse, Nick. I was affronted. that I felt I'd been tricked. Um, and, um, and, well, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll tell you what happens next after this. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Uh, may I share this with you from Groovy J? <coughs> what, from Ninjago? <laughs> from Groovy J. Okay. I was in Morrison's once and two checkout assistants in adjacent checkouts were chatting to each other and one complained, we never get any decent-looking blokes in here while she was <laughs> serving me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, wow. I love you, Groovy J. Um, she'd obviously checked him out. Oh, I mean, so um, so we're in this situation where um, we're in a definite type of situation. It's yeah, fair to say. It's a yeah. bit awkward. We're in the. Can we just say Cluedo style? We're in the cafe. Yeah. With Reverend David Badil. Dave sitting in front of three cameras. I'm standing to one side. Because you've. You've said, look, I, I was going to do a radio interview. It's a radio interview. Um, and you're filming yeah. me. Um, I mean, I'm so far, I'm Team Frank. It feels like you could have turned up and they've said, oh, actually, we're going to do an essay as well. Yeah, actually, so you're changing the we're, territory. We're, we're hoping you can tell your story in modern interpretive dance. Yeah. <laughs> Here's some lycra <laughs> that you can get changed behind the bar. Then you're into some sort of Louis Spence figure. So one of them said, um, do you... I said, I had a coffee, Kate, lovely. And he said, uh, do you want a drink? And I said, well, I don't know if I'm staying. It's all, it's all a bit... Anyway... <sighs> oh, I, God, um, I feel sick. It's interesting because... Um, well, never mind. Um, so, oh, no, I do mind. So the, the producer said, well, OK, we'll turn the cameras off. And I said, yeah, right. And they said, she said, we've got to keep them on for the sound. And I said, well, can you turn them around? She said, well, we'll put the lens caps on. I said, OK, right. put, the, put the lens caps on. I mean, in direct contravention of what I'd <laughs> learned from Raya and the last dragon who said, trust everyone. Yeah. Even them, I, I wasn't having it. So um, 
it went on. And, and see, Emily was uh, just saying to me that most people, the average person has gained 11 pounds during lockdown. Um, mm. I like to think I haven't changed that much. <laughs> no, but again, I know it's. I know it is. Um, there is a gate element to this, but I, I do feel that uh, that's what's made me a git. These people have created a monster. Well, <laughs> I would say, okay, I think in your favour, in defence of you. Thanks. I would say. I'm going to get some music when you get to the bot at the end of the defense. <laughs> you know I will. You know I will. Go on. I think there's a, a cleanness to that level of honesty. It's unpleasant mm. in the moment, but the elastoplast is ripped off, and th there's no doubt. We all know where we stand, which is great, but. Well, before you say this, can I say, I really, I've become quite a champion of, of radio, despite being mm. snobbed by the Arias um, and mm. the British Podcast Awards, if we're going to bring that up. Oh, they always um, snub me, but yeah, people. But I, and I think, be proud Hate of the us. fact, you, you know, radio's got a lovely, rich, intimate, verbal thing going on. Be proud of that. Don't feel you've got to film it and send photos of somebody holding elastic... <laughs> on social media in case the viewers don't know what the listeners... See, I'm calling them viewers. That's where we've gone to. They don't know what elastic is. It's like in local paper. If I, I remember in the, my local paper, there was a, when I was a kid, there was a bloke leaving a, a, a company that made metal tubes. He was retiring. <laughs> and they had this story. It's a clear enough story, man retiring from a company that makes metal tubes. They had a picture of him holding a carriage clock, the traditional retirement yeah. gift, in one hand, a metal tube in the other. <laughs> and he's outside the factory and were all his colleagues waving... And I thought, I, I, I got the story. You don't have to give me the uh, visuals. So if you're in radio, be loud and proud. That's all I'm saying. This is Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text the show on 8.12.15. Many have. We'll be reading some out soon. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio and email the show via the... No, not and. Don't do all. Or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. We don't want a triple threat. Mm. Speak for yourself. 878 has got in touch. Uh -huh. Morning, Frank. Just wondering how Frank marked the feast day of St Bede the Venerable... Last well, Tuesday. I did note it. <laughs> I did. You uh, have St. Bede the Venerable Alert, I, I believe. Put a, I put a little word in for Bede in my, uh, in my daily communication, certainly. Yeah, can I was excited get... to see uh, Bede's. Oh, do you get... Can you request shout-outs? Can I have one? Um, yeah. I think you have been included in the past. <gasps> oh, what? well, I never <laughs> Well, have. it's a funny old world. Yeah. I want to know nice. more about the cafe, Frank. Well, look, you know, I did the interview. The cameras were switched off. I did the interview. I absolutely gave it my best shot. Mm. I even Good tried life. to defuse what I must admit was something of attention. But <laughs> I, so I, I told, I told an anecdote with, and I, I, I gesticulated quite a lot, and I said, "Oh God, I'm really going for this. If only this was on camera." And I thought, <laughs> I thought that will. Um, and, uh, and then, their noses in it. And then someone said, oh, yeah, yeah, hoisted by your own petard. And I thought, no, it was a... <laughs> it was a bit of knowing humour. Yeah, exactly. It was me acknowledging oh, the sort of not. They might have interpreted it as what we now call trolling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How did um, hoisted by your own petard land with you? Well, by then I was in the... I mean, I was uh, on the roll. I couldn't be bothered anymore. <laughs> And uh, also, it was from some, that was from one of the interviewers who is, uh, is an old friend of mine. Mm. I forgave him. Okay. That. Uh, <laughs> and then at the end of it, it ended and there was no, um, very little in the way of thank you very much. Well, Dave got a great, got hogs. <laughs> um, I think there was um, ticker tape for Dave. Uh, you know in cartoons when it rains on one person that's what the ticker tape was like that was on Dave Dave got all the thank yous um, and you had a, a cartoon human, 
<laughs> rainstorm over your head, right? Exactly. But, you know, I did. I absolutely delivered. If I say so, I shouldn't. Mm. But it was orally and not visually. That was the thing. And then a group of people gathered, um, several people. Mm. And I thought, what, 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 why are they here? Have they sent for, like, security? Am I going to be menaced? Mm. And um, David Baddiel, you will know, has written a book called uh, Jews Don't Count, which I have to say is a really excellent read. And there was a queue of people with that book, as if it was a book signing. Oh, Oh, excellent. So uh, at the end of the day, the git lost out because I had to sit there (laughs) um, while people queued up and didn't even... I don't think they even noticed I was there. They oh, they did, Frank. No, they did. They just said, oh, this is such a great book. I love I love this so much. Who's that old man you're with? <laughs> Who's that old man saying <laughs> to the crew, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wasn't actually Who's talking to you. But, you know, I, I, I promised that at the interview I did the interview, so that's that's... It's all right. That's your story. Okay. Stick into it. By the way, um, before we uh, go to the outside world, I, I told you it was my son's birthday. My my, mm. my partner, um, Kath, decorated a cake for him um, because I think on the nine-year-old's cake market, not many are asking for Alice Cooper, <laughs> which yeah. is Bozzy's current um, fave. And so Kath did an Alice Cooper cake. It was brilliant. Just the eyes, which is enough with Alice Cooper. I might post... I actually mm-hmm. think I will post a picture of that because it is worth seeing. But um, it made me think, and I thought I'd be interested with people, there are some celebrities who you can do quite easily at a costume party. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. Halloween or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Not, I mean, you couldn't do me. Where would you begin to do oh, me know. how would you do George Clooney how would you do Bra- you know mm. or, but there are some people I think I could pa- perhaps do Russell Brand for example mm. if I haired up mm. a bit yeah yeah and like you know open my shirt to the waist and all that I've got long hair beads but there aren't many mm. and Alice Cooper yeah. I think fits in that so um Benny I Hill. don't know that's, Benny that's Hill if you wore the b- beret and spectacles Mm. Yeah, you're off. Benny Hill. But you couldn't do Benny Hill in a floral shirt and matching tie. <laughs> 70s suit. No one would get it. It's, a, it's tricky. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, we wear who? Outside world. That's what we were going to do. What, what, what has been said to us? Well, as you know, we um, we now have a, a recurring theme of previously on this show. Ah, yes. Like, um, you know, when there's a second episode of something. Um, and we were talking we were talking a little while ago about biggest childhood disappointments. I can't remember how it came up. Oh, it was um, uh, your son ripping down the Harry Kane posters, wasn't it? It was, it, yeah. Yes. It was hearing that Harry... He didn't rip them down, but he carefully took them all down off his wall about three minutes after Harry Kane put in a transfer request. He wasn't angry, yes. just disappointed. He was crying. <laughs> he's actually crying. I mean, I'm, I'm an adult man, man who thinks that he's well-adjusted, but I still occasionally have a flashback to when I was a child waking up the next day and my mum said, oh, The Incredible Hulk was on the telly last night. I nearly woke you up to watch it, but I thought you were already asleep. Mm. Mm. I mean, crushing, isn't it? Yes, I mean, you don't no. want to miss, you don't want to miss The Incredible Hulk. Uh, well, Zoe Jasmine Riley has tweeted, not getting my figure skating badge when my cousin did. I threw a tantrum. Um, that doesn't sound nice, does that it? That sounds like... What's, uh, that, um, what's the famous rivalry in figure skating when um, Tanya, oh, um, Tanya, Tanya Harding... Someone, I believe it, it was yes, Nancy yes. Kerrigan and Tonya Harding. Tonya Harding, yeah. <laughs> Very Tonya. good film called I, Tonya on that. Yes. Well, I, I watched... Get this. I tell you what I watched the other day for, for pleasure. <clears throat> I watched the um, Torville and Dean... Olympic oh, Ravel's Bolero thing. What is it? How did it stand up? I tell you what. If you ever just want one moment of what it feels like to have 
cracked it to that moment when you know you've done the job in life. Mm. And it could be a small thing, could be a big thing. But that moment when you think, yes, I did that. At the, at the end, they fall onto the ice. And the music swells. Yeah, and they lie there and she's reaching out and the camera is right at ice level and you can see her face and she's doing this dramatic look. And then there's a moment where she just comes out of it and you think that moment you must have thought <laughs> did it did it perfectly oh man it's great brilliant yes. it's really that great sounds good wasn't Michael Crawford involved with them I believe got into a little bit of trouble Michael Crawford. yeah I think there was loads of jeopardy he, on his no, journey he was to watch involved it. <laughs> in the choreography or something was he Mm. No, well, I think he went there on rollerblades on the back of the bus. He did, I'm sure he did. I was looking at it because I thought, well, I'm I'm back on tour soon, and I've got to get I've got to get back mm. to where I was as far as stand up is concerned. It's been 18 months. I'm rusty. I've got to get there. And if you remember, they did it. There was like a 20th anniversary thing or 30th maybe yeah. of that. Olympics, and they went and did it again, and it was still brilliant. Box, box fresh. So I compared it oh, with that. Did you? And of course, story. I also will get May a, ask a, a personal a, question. A bit of a lie down at the end. I find it interesting <laughs> timing that you chose to watch that Britain's probably our greatest, arguably, sporting triumph. Uh, well, a few in terms of clean sweeps, it, it, immediately after our performance in the Eurovision Song Contest. Oh, yes. Okay, Were the two linked, oh, yeah. is all I'm saying? No, no, I actually watched it uh, before that. I, I thought... Um, I'm not going to say. <laughs> I'm not going to say what I thought. <laughs> Let's put it this way. I wasn't, I wasn't outraged at our treatment. <laughs> We were talking about... Uh, we just got on to Eurovision. I don't know how, how, how. What I would say about the whole thing is I thought the German guy should all also have got zero. <laughs> oh, what were they doing? But there was a brilliant thing which I love so much, and maybe this is a visual thing, but mm. I will try and do it in word pictures for you all. Yeah. The Switzerland guy, who was this very lovable fellow with an 80s haircut mm. and when they had the end of the judges voting he was ahead and he was smiling and he had that real <laughs> you know when people look in the camera going I'm not worthy oh god thank you and he was going thank you thank you so much like to the and he was like oh what a sweet lovely guy and uh, he was going to cry. He was humble. He didn't deserve all these points. Thank you, thank you. And I thought, wow, what a nice man. And then they started having the public voting, and suddenly Italy got like 431 votes, and he dropped down a bit. And man, <laughs> Dr. Jekyll. Did you see it? The, oh, he suddenly is. We could see, what did I know about it? <laughs> Wow. It was a magnificent, and he'd forgotten. He didn't care about the cameras. Let him see what a nasty uh, well. piece of work he truly. And he honestly looked like he was going to rip someone's throat out. It was a brilliant. Oh, do you know? I might go back and have a look at that as a special That's treat. Splendid. My little insight oh, into from boy next door to boy next door. If you're in Broadmoor. <laughs> <laughs> it went in one flip. It was great. I always like a glimpse of the heart of darkness. And uh, yeah. can I say, whilst we're on the subject of Italy, uh, monoskin. Oh, yes. I believe they're called, which is a Danish word, not Italian. Mm. For, do you know what it means, boys? No. Uh, Moonlight. Uh, OK. Ah. Uh. I was very interested in the sartorial choices of Italy... They see, you may have known, Al, what they were going for is a sort of leather dungaree with exposed It was a Freddie, it had a Freddie Mercury feel to it. Freddie Mercury, but also a bit Minions. Mm, yeah. Like the dungaree sans top yeah. is a Minions thing. Oh, they have no top. Yeah, it's just a naked torso, like the Minions, except they're, they're yellow tone, and then the dungaree. 
Yeah, the first thing I thought when you said leather dungarees was hairdressers. That would be good for a hairdresser, wouldn't it? It doesn't stick. It's I, well, my I hairdresser once, uh, does wear those on his Saturday nights. I was uh, <laughs> in a... Uh, what was it? I think it was some posh... is a Versace shop in Milan... And I tried on of a pair sure. of uh, leather. <laughs> I tried on some leather dungarees. It's a dream. Sorry, can we can we just start from the very beginning? I was in Versace <laughs> I was, in Milan I was, and tried on leather dungarees. I was filming for um, the travel show. And oh, yeah. um, if you take the core of this, it's acceptable. I was there to see Milan play Roma. In right. football, yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not but explaining we this behaviour any further. But while we were there, we went. They shot me doing various things, and one, I tried these leather dungarees, and I looked like I was going uh, fishing, <laughs> fly fishing. That's what they. They didn't look at all cool or trendy on me. But mm. uh, the man in the shop was very nice. I do. I thought, poor James Newman. He did. You know, he gave it his best, and it was a perfectly pleasant song. He seems a lovely chap. I think the problem when well, we're talking of leather was he went for a tunic. It was a sort of medieval no. leather tunic, long sleeve tunic. But the did far- he sing out of tunic? Fair, oh, that's excellent. Let's let's leave it. Okay. Then we're not going to follow that. Oh. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Here's the thing, and I don't, I can't even explain my behaviour in this story but i was taking my son <laughs> well i'm already on the hook for this no story. no it's, it's, In fact, all, Al, it's not. i would very much read the book i can't even explain my behavior in this no, story not, by frank skinner it's not it's not as good as it sounds but i i was taking Try my I'm taking my son to school and where i live and i don't know if this is a national phenomenon but we might find out from our um, readers that People put stuff out at the front of their house that they no longer want. David Badil has done it on your street. Has he oh, really? I took a photo of it once. I don't know I why. Recently, I recently collected a book that I thought Frank Skinner might be interested in, oh. in exactly such a circumstance. It was a history book about the Picts and the Celts. Oh, that sounds good. Doesn't it? Mm. But I don't think I've ever seen a book outside a house when it hasn't been raining. No. <laughs> David Baddiel had uh, I'll have to look, find a picture there were various DVDs okay there was a selection of them anyway it's a thing my friend uh, Joan Bainwell actually bought a bookcase from um, Ikea or wherever so she could put stuff out on that and keep it stocked up when she was moving wow. house fantastic anyway there was a cardboard box and it said, please help yourself, honey. And it was full of mm. New Yorker magazines. Oh, I mean, good. like about 50. Now, I love New Yorker magazine. But I don't know, to subscribe to it seems like... Um, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't, yeah an, maybe. An indulgence too far. An indulgence. But um, I just have an image of myself sitting, not maybe with both feet up, with one foot up and one on the ground, reading mm. the New York. I suppose in my idealised view of myself, I'm the piano-playing father from 101 Dalmatians. That's, oh, yeah. That's so who I, I want to be. Yeah. And I thought, oh, look at those. Imagine sitting next to a big pile of New Yorkers and flicking through a bit of, bit of fiction, a review, mm-hmm. and in, a funny cartoon. So I thought, I didn't pick them up because I was taking Buzz to school, but I, I never normally walk back the same way, but I'm gonna, I thought, I'm going to walk back mm. and I'm going to pick up those New Yorkers. <gasps> and I walked back... And I got incredibly anxious about the whole thing about picking them up, and I just walked straight past them. Oh, and left them. Frank! So why didn't I grab the new? What was why my, didn't you? What was my problem? Yeah. And oh. now they've gone. Of course, they've gone. Someone else's. Uh, good idea for a text in. What's Frank's problem? Yeah, what Eight, was, twelve, fifteen. Why didn't I grab the New Yorkers? What's wrong? You let with the you? fear of others' judgment. But there was no one around. It just Over. felt like a big thing to but do. What I find oh. extraordinary, Al. Yes, I'm going to pretend he's not here. Is that our dear friend will bulk 
over picking up a few old magazines which have been abandoned in the street. And that's a sign and that says, please help yourself. happily try on leather dungarees in Versace <laughs> Milano and mm-hmm. say to a crew, yeah, right. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's complicated. In fact, it was the same please help yourself sign that I got from Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> Two four five has got in touch. I like this Al a lot. The Italian Eurovision entry had a silver necklace that said "annoying." How fantastic! It said "annoying." I want that. I ordered one whilst watching. It arrived yesterday. Wow. I'm wearing it now. Wow! But there was no chain on it. But Amazon <laughs> have sent me a link. <laughs> <laughs> to an anchor chain, which I can cut up at home. I'm going to order the annoying necklace 245. That sounds... It, does it say that annoying in good, English yeah. or in Italian? Oh, yeah, 245, if you could let us know. Because the great thing is, what I love, it's rather what the comic does, is um, I'll highlight my flaws before you do. Thank mm. you. Thank you I very much. I always say that about me pelvic. <laughs> I should get a, a necklace saying difficult. Frank Frank should Frank, get one saying get? radio only. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that's... Uh, I think I've already been stamped no, no with that by society. <laughs> I think we've all got that. Oh, well, you know, I'm <laughs> doing men's, as they say at Amazon. Hey, Emily, what do you think of this? I um, <laughs> I just tried to give Frank some uh, armchair cognitive behavioural therapy about his difficulty with the New Yorker magazines. That yeah. he, uh, he got anxious and didn't pick up for free, even though there's a sign saying... Oh, don't. Uh, free. You don't know how much <laughs> no, no, it I'm really saying, upsets me. I'm that trying I... to recap it for yeah, no, but anybody it, it, that's just tuning in. I'm not trying hurts. to, like, you know, rub salt in the I know you're not wound. trying to, but as a side effect, it hurts, Al. <laughs> Yeah. So I suggested to Frank maybe he should just spend some of his hard-earned money. He's, he's worth a few quid. He could just pop on eBay and buy like a job lot of New Yorker magazines, and then he'd have them and he'd have fixed the anxiety. But I think what there's does some he issue. Say? Well, the problem is with that is whatever I paid for them, even if I got them for a song, as they say. Um, <laughs> As I read them, my enjoyment of them be undermined by the fact that I knew I could have got them free. Oh, you two and your money. <laughs> no, honestly. but it's not about that. It's about, you know, I've, we've said before on here, free things are so lovely. <laughs> there was a box. I bet there was 50 New Yorkers in there. See, that would put me off that it wow. was free. <laughs> I'm sorry, it? but it would. Yes, there's a it theory, would. There's a theory about that in, uh, in comedy, that if you don't charge the audience, they come in free, mm. they won't laugh as much. You get what you pay for. Yeah, they yeah. they're not invested. As many a highfalutin <laughs> shop assistant will tell you. Well, exactly. Yeah. How much are those leather trousers you nearly bought in uh, Versace Milan? Ooh, oh, I this did. one's not Cost going anywhere, my friend. I did, that, 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 when I came out, of, we were in that Dungarees shop. or trousers? Uh, what? No, they were dungarees. Um, like, like the ones... Um, and they were voluminous as well, really <laughs> baggy. I think if I'd have just slipped the straps down to my uh, off my shoulders, I think uh, I could have arguably leapt out of them at a single bound. <laughs> That's how loose-fitting they were. Were they similar to the ones um, Damiano David wore on uh, Eurovision? Which his, one? He's no, the monoskin uh, lead singer. No, no, they were much, much more voluminous, much baggier <laughs> than that. I think they were more like Hale and Pace would wear for a corporate. <laughs> you know when people sell um, ice cream at the cinema and they have the tray around their, like, hanging down at their waist level? I could have had one of those on inside the leather dungarees. <laughs> Okay, KJ. Yeah. How would you pronounce that? Because it's a useful. Okay. KJ. Whichever way Frank does it, Al, is not the way, basically. KJ. <laughs> KJ? K- KJ. <laughs> okay, KJ. I'm not sure there are that many ways to pronounce <laughs> KJ. No, exactly. Oh, have you met Frank Skinner, Al? <laughs> <laughs> He's supposed to say Amazon. It's uh, KJ. Got a free. It's not Keith Joseph, the former. Um... <laughs> Tory. Is it health MP. secretary? 
No, um, I doubt it somehow. Okay. okay. Got a free suite for a weekend at a posh hotel after we complained. During our original stay, we'd been given the key to a room someone was already staying in. Oh, Unfortunately, we unlocked the door to find a naked man. Oh, no, it's like um, Moby Dick when um, Ishmael oh, done <laughs> your ends up with... Um, Keep it there, time. <laughs> no, but, you know, what's what he called? Queequeg, is it? He ends up with him in his in his bed. They had to share it. Okay, it's ten oh eight. Okay, I think it's fine. Ten oh eight. Thank. Okay. Okay. That's, I think that we've been doing this show twelve years. That's the first time check we've ever. Had. <laughs> That's oh, how yeah. desperate. God, I feel. what are we? What next? Travel news. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry, I'm not keeping things blue like you. <laughs> like, what? In Moby Dick, he checks into <laughs> this thing, oh, and in the night, Ali's done it again. Um, a harpooner yeah, arrives. <laughs> I think is he called Queequeg, the 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 guy in. Uh, I don't want my name on this part of the oh, show. Oh, come on. So, do you want to jump in? Sure. I know, it's, uh, I know they don't like it on Absolute when things get Melvillian. <laughs> <laughs> but I would like to. I think it's Queequeg. But I've, you know, I haven't. Okay, that, that'll mean it'll be uh, Quay Quee. Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, so it's a good the, story, though. Is there a culmination, or is that does it end with the name? Well, I, I, I mean, how much more info do you no, want? I, don't I mean, the man don't was naked. That. Let's leave him there. Yeah. I if agree. someone, um, not the first time I've said that, burst in on me <laughs> and I was naked, I would reach for the shoehorn um, for modesty. I'd reach for the iPhone. For... Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Take a picture. So <laughs> uh, there was a thing in the paper. Mm. As they say. Na- yes. About neighbours. Mm. Yes. Now, this is interesting to me because I am the sort of neighbour, I certainly always was, who. I mean, they interview my neighbours on the news after the incident and they're saying, you know, he's a quite bloke, kept, him, kept himself mm-hmm. to himself. I'm kind of that bloke. Mm. But in recent times, I'd say since I've lived in the road I live in now, I've sort of, I've got more neighbours, I know more neighbours now in my street than I've ever, I, since I was a child when neighbours was in and out your house. So I've gone yeah. through a slight um, alteration. I know, I know all what? of your neighbours. I mean, what? I can think of about four you're good friends with. Um, five, maybe six. Do you know your neighbours though? Um, two of them are lovely. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, Let's leave it at that. There's I, a lot in the omission there, yeah, isn't there? I'm going to take the fifth on that. But I, I did say I did have some charming neighbours who sadly have moved. I still keep in touch with them. I was such That's good nice. friends with them, uh, Mark and Joe, that Mark called shout me out once. To Mark and Joe. Oh, yeah. big shout out to them. Lovely lawyer. Lovely. She said. He said. I've got to go to a work Christmas party. I'm dressed as George Michael. Can you style my hair? Well, there's That's an example request. then <laughs> of uh, a celebrity that you could go to a party. Yeah, yeah it's very easy. If with Mark the hair. and Joe had put a cardboard <laughs> box full of stuff outside their house, what would it have been? Oh, it'd have been. It would have been fragrant. Ah. It would have been immaculate. Really? There would have been some lovely stuff in there. There would have been maybe some some legal... Maybe an old copy of uh, Diary of uh, Edwardian <laughs> Country Lane. Yeah, some shredded legal documents. Oh, God, I love oh, yeah. that. Great for um, a bit... If you're sending anything back to Amazon <laughs> for packing. <laughs> Ah, uh, yes. What, okay. what are your... But you like your neighbours, don't you? Yes. I, um, well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, it's, like I say, it's, it's a thing that when I was a kid, everybody knew everybody, but um, yeah. then everyone says, oh, in London. And you don't talk to <laughs> neighbours in London, don't they? <laughs> and the, what, that was true for a bit, but I've, I've changed. We're having a lot of love, can I say briefly, for Kath's cake, oh, which good. has gone up on Twitter. That is amazing. is amazing. Says Ree Benny, says brilliant. Do you think she could do one for my birthday on Friday <laughs> or is it too short notice? <laughs> you notice she went for a black ribbon. Yeah. 
as well to, to, for, for Cooperian uh, authenticity. Yeah. Love mm-hmm. it. Yeah, nice. So we were discussing neighbours, and this we should say this is based on this survey that's come out this week, hasn't it? Saying So British people typically know at least five neighbours by name. 23% would go to a neighbour for advice before going to a friend. Mm. Sadly, it doesn't give the information that I really want to know, which is how many British people loathe a small percentage of their neighbours. Like, there, is there one household that don't they don't like Alan. across the road? Or... <laughs> yeah. You see, when I, I want to know that. When yeah. I grew up, it was literally this thing of being in and out of each other's houses, you know what I mean? So the, the mm-hmm. old lady from next door would come in and she would just turn up uh, sit down mm. and would stay for like three hours mm. and there wouldn't be a big she'd get a cup of tea but she would just be like part of the family and then and then go off I remember I don't yeah. know if I've ever told you this story but she arrived once with their alarm clock mm. and said to my dad um, can, can you can you do anything with this we can't get it to work now and she put it on the kitchen table and halfway up the face of the alarm clock was urine. <laughs> and um, like some terrible urinary eclipse. And she dropped it. That certainly escalated. She dropped it into their, um, into their bedroom implement. And the, the cop... But I remember my dad going... Get off the table! <laughs> Get it off the kitchen! We eat off that. And um, he was—he was—he was one of these folks who could mend anything, my dad. But he wouldn't—he would not—he um, would not go for the half urine alarm clock. So he told right, us to not take it off. Rubber right. gloves I'm, or something. I'm with your dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Something. Yeah. I think you she have thought, rules. And it's I not think, often I say that. I think she thought he was being unreasonable. <laughs> But um, <laughs> no, so poor old lady had to take that uh, back with her. I don't know what happened to her, but I don't think they would have. Her husband wouldn't have mended it. I don't think. Mm. Um, so that's a little insight into what um, neighbours were Interesting like. Interesting anecdote. <laughs> 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 you see, I think it also said uh, the favourite topics of conversation are the weather, bin collection. <clears throat> And a pet. Okay. That depends oh, on your neighbours. It gets a lot of chat, doesn't it? Yeah, but not if you live next door to Ernest Hemingway. He's got other topics. Well, I, um, I, back again, back in Birmingham, I remember the only chat about the weather was uh, an old geezer down the road who said to me the weather hadn't been as good since man had landed on the moon. <laughs> Something you'd say, Frank. That, that, that's the My only different new conspiracy theory. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Ow and Frank, Roger Turner has tweeted us mm. regarding the conspiracy theorist you encountered. Frank. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I had a similar experience to Frank in the 60s, standing at a bus stop in the rain when the elderly lady next to me announced that the bad weather was down to that Sputnik thing. Well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Most readers, yeah, will, of course, be too young to know of Sputnik. What about... I knew a woman who... Um, she um, she worked a little bit in telly, sort of bits and scraps of things, and then she did a... I think it was a two-week course in meteorology and decided she was going to go to uh, America to become a, a weather... They still call them weather girls? I can't call them that anymore. Is it a meteorologist? So, That's no, not but, the you know, a weather, mm. weather person. Presenter. Mm. And, um, and I know when she filled in her... Um, you know, you have to fill in a visa and that to move, mm. and it said occupation. She wrote scientist based <laughs> wow. on the two-week <laughs> thing, but I think she did become so a What was it, Jason McAteer, left, left back position, left back? <laughs> well, um, <laughs> so um, how qualified are weather men and women, 8, mm. 12, 15? Mm. That's a good question. I just wondered, are they just presenters, or do they actually know about... Do they have to study meteorology? 
I think it depends oh, on the presenter. Okay. okay. What about the spits and spots, man? Do you remember him? <laughs> no. Yes, Who's yeah. that? He was a guy who was. He used to live near me, and when me and Dave lived together, he used to live nearby. And he was. He was called the Spits and Spots man. That was his catchphrase. Oh, I don't. Quite know. Quite a handsome man. I think he was. Uh, what's known as a heartthrob, which really? you'd think it'd be a okay. some sort of illness. Can we also share with the group Helen Gredal? Uh, talking of sort of customer service type things, Amazon driver dismantled the stone wall in my front garden. What? In order to build a small shelter for my package. What? Wow. What? <laughs> Some sort of Stonehenge for the package. I, I suppose care for the package is. Um... That's actually the title of my new men's health <laughs> book. <laughs> I mean, Al, what, what do we do at this point? Oh, no. But that, that shows he cared for what he was delivering more than he did for cared. the actual natural structures. Yeah. I mean, people will be looking at those that sculpture in several thousand years. Yeah, thinking, think, what, what are I wonder these? what that housed. <laughs> uh, Helen does finish. There's an end to this story. Okay. Unlike the naked man, there's an end. Okay. I did get £150 voucher for it, though. So both worst and best. I'm assuming Helen complained about the unasked for stone... Restructuring. Restructuring of her wall. Yeah. Can I say, I love that he built the shelter. Yeah. He didn't just back into the wall and think, no, I've created that natural (laughs) alcove. Or do what mine does, which is say they'll write stored it behind the bins on bin day. Yeah. Uh, I've had all oh, manner of difficult. product end up in the bins. See what I love though one of the one of the few pluses of the whole lockdown experience is not having to sign for stuff. Mm. Just there, oh, yeah. you go, you get delivery, you go up, and it's just there on the step. Wow, oh, lovely, <laughs> lovely. <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. We were discussing um, neighbours and uh, and the survey that says that people know five of their neighbours' names. I think I know more than that. But I have a little mental heuristic where I divvy up my neighbours into those that are a laugh and those that I just say hello to. Or, or <laughs> actually, there's a third category, some that I used to say hello to but I no longer speak to. <laughs> well, can oh, I ask, well, can I ask you a question? I, I don't like them. Yeah. <laughs> what is a heuristic? Uh, I think Good it's question. like a way of uh, remembering things, isn't it? Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I might have just misused the word. No, no, I'm not, um, I'm not pulling you up. I honestly don't know what it means. All right. Um... Yeah, you see, it's interesting because I would say in your street, Frank, being familiar, um, I won't name names, but you are very blessed. You have some fabulous neighbours and there is a Ramsey Street vibe. I see you as the sort of Helen... Yeah, I see Frank as the sort of... We're going on the neighbours theme, sort of Helen Daniels. Yeah, I don't know if I've got the downturn mouth. (laughs) David Baddiel is the, uh, what's his sort of Joe Mangle figure, (laughs) perhaps. Or was getting into scrapes. More like Bouncer. (laughs) Harold, maybe. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Who's Charlene? Oh, that'll be Kevin. Well, I couldn't possibly answer. You see, I think uh, it, this is very much down to my partner, Kath. If you can imagine yeah. a, a sort of fairground attraction that was the incredible Gittish man, mm. but with a very winning, persuasive person on the front door bringing them in to look that's at them. That's it. That's who... Cause that's how they trap them. They put Kath to get them in and then I, they mm-hmm. descend into the lair. If I hadn't met <laughs> Kath, I would be yeah. staying in a lot watching Doctor Who and Sport. I mean, that would be me. You still me. do that quite a lot. Yeah, but, but even more. <laughs> when, when did you last watch Doctor Who, <laughs> Frank? Um, not f- Thursday night. <laughs> no. Two eps. Dry spell. Episode, <laughs> episodes three and four of Terminus, if you uh, anyone out there is interested. Oh, Thursday Which included night. Um, Lisa Goddard in the guest. Oh, was she meant to have in Stardust? I don't know if she was then, but um, he wasn't mentioned in the episode. Okay. Of so, uh, Thursday night. Yeah, that's quite recent. 
I mean, it's quite recent. Well, I, I have an early night on a Friday, you see, because of... Uh, All the excitement of the yeah. Watching early. Terminus. <laughs> I watch Doctor Who, I would say, six nights a week. Are you absolutely joking? <laughs> no. But how many... No, I think he's serious. No, I'm serious. I would normally... If I'm a bit tired, I'll just watch one episode. Um, uh, but generally That's enough to two. make you tired. Generally two That's enough episodes. to send you to sleep. <laughs> no, Frank, what... I mean, you've seen all these before. How many episodes? It's not about... I mean, when you haven't seen an episode for, you know, two, three years, you can't... I, I, I remember bits, but not... Not most of it, certainly. But presumably, do you do that? Is it like Rocky Horror Experience? This has really become now, hasn't it? Sorry, I've but... met my therapist. <laughs> no, but is it like... <laughs> you asked me this question. Sorry. <laughs> but when you're sort of watching it, is it a Rocky Horror Experience? So you're saying under your breath, citizens of Gallifrey. No, well, I, I watch it, um, I, I watch it uh, alone. Often I'm just on my phone. I'll wow, OK. Um... Yeah. I I mean, I can honestly say I love it. I know you do. I don't Aww. even think, oh, better. I, nice. I mean, I, there is never, when I'm what you get some episodes that are less good, but even those, I still... Oh, take that back. I know, well, <laughs> I'm not going to name names. As most of them are dead, it wouldn't really matter. But anyway, yeah, you, and uh, you sort of think, oh, I forgot Lisa Goddard was in this. So, uh, yeah. But as you asked, that is the answer. Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Um, I have a question on, uh, on neighbours. What's, um, what's the boundary for a neighbour? Like, if my mate lives, like, three miles away, can I give him a shout-out as a neighbour of oh, mine? Oh, I don't think... I, I think they've got to be in your road. Oh, okay. That's my, but it's I mean, that's that my I, own. I said the I mean, boundary for a, a neighbour is don't bring in an alarm clock half full of urine and put it on the kitchen <laughs> table. <laughs> that was a boundaryless. That's thing. crossing the boundary. I've I've never done a shout out on the show, but I would like to. My um my mate Leroy has won a um a Pride of Manchester section of the Pride of Britain awards thing because he genuinely saved a girl's life. He swam into the sea and rescued her. Um, and nearly drowned himself. So um, I've, I've never done this, but I wanted to shout out to Leroy. I think that's fair enough. Well done, Leroy. Mm. Yeah, it's amazing. Leroy, amazing that is guy. amazing. But have you ever reconstructed a wall and turned <laughs> it into a shelter for packages? No, see, where is that guy's award? <laughs> I mean, well, I'm just saying, we're all doing our bit. There's a fabulous Laurel and Hardy film where um, May Bush, the actor who, actress who worked a lot with them, mm. she... Uh, jumps in the river to end it all and they rescue her and she says well you know you you're responsible for me now you've got to give me a flat and that's what i'd say all that kind of stuff so <laughs> that's exactly what i'd do if i was leroy i be, might change <laughs> change a few numbers be, be more careful yeah, exactly. lovely, lovely here's a question take on it there from frank skinner <laughs> some um some people on our street who uh, are friends and neighbours have also been camping together, and I've been on it once. But if memory serves, we didn't set up the tents in the same geometry and formation as the houses, which seems like a missed oh, opportunity. Oh, that is it? a shame. Yeah. You see, I want. If I was just standing at the bus stop with neighbours, I'd want us to be in the same order as our houses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm glad it's not just me that thinks like this. That's. Did the Beatles... I was watching the Beatles last night, um, and I... Am I right... Right review. Am I right in saying... <laughs> Apparently was, they're really good. Yeah. I, yes. I like them. And those haircuts. <laughs> yeah. Is, was it always, um, from left to right, George, Paul, John, and then Bat Row, Ringo? Oh, did they have an Ant and Dex system? I, well, I was, oh. I'd only noticed it towards the end of the film, so I don't know if they were all... I think the Beatles were basically... What made them great was Paul McCartney being left-handed because, for yeah. me, the moment that lives is when, the, when him and George, and sometimes him and John, sing into the same microphone. There's something very intimate mm. and lovely about it. And it's that would have been like really... It's a butterfly picture or something, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but that would have been very difficult if Paul had um, 
had been right-handed, there'd have been too much neck yeah. and string and that mm. in the way. Mm. So it's little things that... Uh, and possibly in rehearsal they tried it the other way around and it was like dueling banjos, like a sword fight with can, the guitars. Can I ask one, one, last, one last question, by the way? Yeah. I just saw... That we, we have to have the TV uh, <laughs> news on mute in case there's a terrible, enormous news story that we have to go to our mm. people for. Um, Can't imagine that. <laughs> no, and and then um, Fergal Sharkey, the former Undertones uh, person, came appeared on the former Undertones person. Yeah, yeah. And um, the lead singer. He was captioned Fergal Sharkey, Commissioner, <laughs> Salmon and Trout Association. <laughs> now I'm all for retraining, but is is this a case of nominal determinism that Fergal Sharkey? He's it's working with the, the salmon world. and trout. Yeah, it's the fish world. <laughs> <laughs> Him and Nicola Sturgeon yeah. were talking about... Uh, no, they he, she wasn't any. But that is the summer going on there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I think he might also play bass. Bit. Oh. Oh. It's a bit labour. It's a bit labour. No, I liked it. I don't <laughs> think you should have said bass after. I think you should have left us, trusted oh, us. All right. Trusted right. us with it. But, you know, I'm okay. being picky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, look, um, don't forget the latest uh, episode of my poetry podcast is out uh, this Wednesday. It'll be oh, up. yeah. And it's available wherever you usually get your podcast. That's what you have to say. Robert Frost, was that the last? Robert Frost <gasps> was the last one. Oh, a, 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 a poem about a man who burnt down his own farmhouse in order to spend the insurance money on a telescope. Yeah. Check it out. Legend. OK, so if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out.